Yo, what is up? Shut up! And listen, we are back. You know what to do, baby. What are we doing? Got a lot to talk about today. We got Duvac. Duvac, what's up, baby? That's three episodes in a row for Duvac. <laughs> three episodes. You beating me. You got a better record than me right now. Way too many people. Got three episodes in a row. And then you know what we doing. What we doing, Uncle Vinny? Talk to him. We got Uncle Vinny and Serena Ace in the crib. What are we doing? Know. What are we doing? We know what we starting off with today. We all got our masks on. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're six feet apart. Wait, all shot here? Is that six, We're six feet apart. <laughs> I can't imagine. So. <laughs> first, first things first, we're going to open with a quick quick disclaimer. There's going to be a rant happening in the next five minutes. <laughs> yeah, let me get, let me get caught. It has no... Be careful, you might run out of breath. We, res- <laughs> oh, we respect everyone's political views, but we are not a political podcast. But if anyone's been keeping up tabs with the Houston Texans, they are a train wreck. We have, we have team legends, Andre Johnson, not even team legends. Football legends, Andre Johnson. All right, before we get started, would you agree he's a top 50 all-time wide receiver? Yes. He said we don't talk politics so, yet, but today we're top talking. 50. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you agree that he's a top 50? Absolutely. All-time? Yes. All-time? Yes. He's he's the Texans' best ever, best player ever. He's better than J.J. Watt. We can see what happens when J.J. retires. Like, that, that's a good discussion. Uh, J.J.'s on the decline. I love him, but... So... And he's out too. JJ's leaving. Everyone's leaving. We so I guess we can trust a lot of this. For the first time in sports, he's a fan of this team. So a lot of this stems. (laughs) We don't talk baseball anymore. So well, we will. A lot of this stems from last year, two years ago. The owner Bob McNair made a comment saying, "This is what happens when you let the inmates run the yard." God, the shit gets high as fuck. Yeah, that's that's my job. Yeah, trying to get close to the mind. When he said inmates, this is what happens when you let inmates run the yard. Obviously, we know who he was. Those comments were targeted and geared towards. Ever since then, they have lost players like Dwayne Brown. They lost DeAndre Hopkins last year, and they're on the verge of Deshaun Watson saying, I'm through, I quit, it is over. After they did not let him sit down the GM meetings, they are not letting him sit down who they're going to hire as their next head coach. So at this point, Deshaun Watson is almost mostly checked out. Five minutes, Vinny's yours. <laughs> well, Explain what's going I on think, I think I think they're also going to lose a fan soon, too, a diehard fan since the birth of the franchise. They're up to five minutes, too, so you got to the seven. I'm not, not going to talk that long, bro. Look, look, at the end of the day, man, it's a shame. It's a shame that this franchise that I've loved since I was a kid is acting this way and, and think this way. And what, what needs to change is their whole culture needs to change down there, and it's a shame. And you know what? It might take someone like a star-studded top five quarterback in the league to leave. And it's just not, I don't know, man. Like, they say to think that the inmates run, like, there's the shit that he says, man. It's just, it's just the shit that the owner said, you know, rest in peace. But, and then the son now takes over and he's still running that same culture. It's just, I don't know. It, it, it leaves a sour taste in a lot of fans. I'm sure a lot of fans' mouth and it's with me. And I don't know. I, I understand why Deshaun, like, we, We've had arguments off air, you know, because we live together, and there's a difference between business and skill. And the problem is the Texans have a lot of skillful players, but the problem is the business side of it makes it so fucked up that they don't want to stay there anymore. And as a fan, I don't blame them. As a fan who who, who has right morals, I don't blame them. And I don't think, you know, I don't think some of these things could be repaired. Um, A lot of people we argued with said that, you know, maybe the GM he shouldn't have been in the meeting for. I know how you feel about it. But to me... If I'm paying some, if I'm paying someone a hundred million dollars, if I'm paying someone a hundred million dollars, I wouldn't mind you giving me your two cents on how you feel about something. I wouldn't mind. I, that's just a business side of me. If 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 a label, if a record label is going to invest a hundred million dollars into me, 
and they want to know if I think this up and coming producer or this up and coming singer sounds good. Sounds good. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna give them my advice. Like you know what I mean. That's just how I see it. But I think Deshaun's leaving. I I don't know if it's fixable. I think like the I think the Philly situation was a lot more fixable than this situation is in Houston. <sighs> I, I don't know, man. You know it, it sucks. Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm considering uh, switching teams and finding a new football team. It's not funny, man. Like you're, la- you're laughing, now. bro. You're laughing, bro. But imagine, like, imagine your team, Dubek. Imagine, the, imagine the Eagles. Like, yeah, the shit with Wentz is fucked up, but it's not from a racial standpoint. It's not from a political standpoint. Dubek imagine used to have teams. Imagine, no, seriously though. Oh, no, I'm being real with you. But like, like, would you? You're telling me you want to consider a different fan being a different fan of someone because they represent that? No. You would stay with the team. Hmm. Well, I'm diehard for my next. Yeah. I'll be no, I'm diehard. Like, don't get me wrong. I I told Danny I'm this. For my I I told Dan, I told Danny this. Like, I'm always gonna support them. Like, I'm not gonna take my JJ Watt or my Deshaun Watson jersey off my wall. But I don't know, man. Like, some like I I don't know if I could support that. I don't know if I could support that kind of culture. Right now, if the Jets were in that situation, I probably would step away. From being, why, from being, why, why should I? Why should I support a team that this guy clearly has a old world view on everything? Where so that's what he said. There's why the inmates run the yard, and you know they said it on TV perfectly. Deshaun, they they're they're looking at Deshaun Watson as the black guy that won't shut up, mm-hmm. and it, it happened to DeAndre last year. And they got rid of him for a beaten down running back and a bag of chips. Hey, finish because because DeAndre. No, I'm, I'm I don't want. I'm paraphrasing what I heard on TV. They said that you know basically they made it sound like DeAndre Hopkins was the black guy who did not shut up. Yeah, which is pretty fucked up considering how good of a QB he is. Well, DeAndre. even the wider you know, DeAndre Hopkins is the wider receiver, buddy. But, but it's the same point. But my, my thing is, yeah, bro, I root for my team, bro. I rooted for this team, bro, when y'all didn't even know half the players on the team, like, years ago. Like, I've been a fan. Don't get it twisted. But it's like, can you really back this? Can you really – can I Can I really say I support what they're doing here? No, nah, man, they need to do – they need to They need to change the culture. They need to change the culture, and it might take, it might take getting rid of Deshaun Watson for that to happen. Just be a fan of the sport. Don't pick another team. Football, that, that's hard. Like, just don't root for that. Basketball's team. different because basketball. We have yeah, we joke. We joke about basketball. Bro, basketball's like, like individual down. players. Yeah, like, I, I don't have to be a Nuggets fan, but I can like Jamal Murray and root for Jamal I have Murray. We all know I'm the biggest Knicks fan, but go Luca. Like I that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. The number one thing in the sport. Exactly. But with, fo- with football's, football, football, you need a team, bro. Football you need a squad. Football but, has. But, I don't know. I'm good football has. <laughs> football. <laughs> football has like that. That award too, where like you're. When you're when you're in a fan base, it's like it's weird. It's like you're it's like you're a family. Yeah, but don't basketball. Get... Basketball is so is so culturally representative that a, a player can do something so cool off the court that you're like, oh my god, like yo, like Katie just gave a million dollars to this food bank in Manhattan. Yo, let's Katie. I'm not gonna root for Brooklyn, but I'll you know I'll ride with Katie. A lot of people don't pick basketball teams. They just Kind of follow yeah. LeBron where LeBron oh, goes. I pick the skill <clears throat> on the court. Like I, I believe everyone in the NBA tries to do their best. So I don't really look at them. I, in all honesty, my favorite non-Heat player is Damian Lillard. 
I, I think Lillard. I can see he's that. amazing, and yeah, I, absolutely. I, I, I support everything Damian Lillard does. Yeah. Well, like a lot of people, a lot of people know. Like I, I do. I've always. I'd always. I've always. Dude, I'm always team local. Like I've always. My grandfather, my whole family, like always. You're Italian from Jersey. You were always gonna be a Yankee fan, bro. Duh. But my point is, like my my grandfather, like I used to like I used to like the Eagles when I was a kid and everything. I still root for Philly today. Like I still root for Philly, but I'm not like that hard about it. I'm hard about the Texans. But I'm gonna keep it real, man. I don't know if I can support this, and I hope one day when we do get famous, this comes this comes back and and people can see like, yo, this shit is fucked up. What's going on right now in this world is fucked up, and to sit there and support that and and, and buy their gear and and support buy the tickets and and all this stuff and and, and support these jerseys and all that. I don't know if I can get behind that right now, man. I I'm hurt as a fan because you traded away top three, if not top two, wide receiver. In the league, mm. I'll sit there and debate you all that all day. The man had no drops last year. Mm. Trade him away, and now you're going to trade away, which is the future of. I'm leaving in two minutes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> For those that don't know, Vinny's uh, past his time. It's a good dialogue. It's a good dialogue. Anyway, <laughs> we have a but, bigger Houston fish to fry in like about a minute. Yeah, no, I'm done. I'm almost <laughs> done. But like, but like, now you're going to get rid of a quarterback who, like, with the right key players and the right business around him. Will could win multiple Super Bowls and could actually be like a Tom Brady or a Drew Brees, with the right people around. I'm telling you, San Francisco. But but my thing goes to San Francisco. But I think it could happen. Hold hold on, hold on. One more thing. I it could happen in Houston if they get the right players around and they actually make the changes they need to change. Mm. Hopefully, this media coverage and this whole fucking shit wakes one of them up up there in that office and is like, "Yo, I need to change some shit." I don't know. Oh, maybe this GM comes in and says, oh, you got to stop with this old way of thinking. We got to start bringing in these guys or else no one's going to want to play for us. Yeah. But he just dropped the guy with the old way of thinking. He owns That's the hard. team, buddy. That's hard. I you know. have to get like it a smart... they... Oh, wait. The NFL... NFL... No, because the, NFL... the NFL is set up differently. They yes. don't... They did... they Shannon, do... Sharp... Shannon, Sh- Shannon Sharp said some true shit. Basketball, the players run the league. Football, the owners run the league. Mm-hmm. That's a change, though. The players just started getting their hands in the bag. Because, like, because the thing is, well, think about it. James Harden literally gained 40 pounds, literally played like shit the past two weeks, and James now finally Harden got traded. A, James Harden is a product of this new age. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's an ultimate product. But I'll leave y'all with this. I will always love the Texans. I will always love Houston. I love the whole culture down there, the music, the fucking that stuff. But this shit needs to change. It needs to change. And I Houston, hope, we expect better, but we know what to expect. From but I, I hope Watson stays. Like, if you ask me my opinion, I think Watson should stay, and and he should be. He should. He should fix it. He should. He should. Be, he should fix it and take all this media and fucking shove it up their ass and fix it. Because, dude, you have all these years on this contract. Don't force the trade. Stay. I'm optimistic on it, but at the end of the day, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I can't support them right now. Like. I'm never, I'm never gonna not be a fan, but I can't support, I can't support what they're doing, bro. Yo, follow James Harden's path, man. Follow your dreams. That contract don't mean nothing. I leave y'all with that. I gotta go prep for our podcast. See y'all go to Shop Boys in a half hour and change. Huh? I just said we'll see everyone kick it with the Shop Boys in about a half hour and change. Yeah, for like a three hour episode since we haven't done one in like five months. Too bad we can't upload two hour episodes. We gotta be an hour and a half. We do parts. Poor guy. We're not doing parts. Alright. Back Duvac. to part two. Duvac, yeah. I need you to go get this whiteboard that's sitting on the couch. Go get it, go get Everybody, it. we have to discuss the absolute chaos that went down about three hours ago. 
chaos. I mean, the, the NBA. NBA blew, the NBA just blew the fuck up. Like, the NBA just took over Twitter, every social media platform. platform. This isn't even that much stuff, but like, if it could so, be represented in a landscape, yeah. it went from mountain range to like, to to like this a plateau. This a so, for everyone, for, for if anyone was living under a rock the last three hours. <laughs> A top 10 NBA player, James Harden, he was officially traded today by the Houston Rockets after some subpar performances. He walked off the podium yesterday basically saying, I did everything I could do for Houston. In he a, disrespected in a, in, a, in a nutshell, he said, I did everything I can. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm done. We're not good enough. We're, we can't beat LeBron. You know, I'm finito. I'm out. He didn't say, he did talk about LeBron, but we all know. Yeah. So, well, he said LA. Oh, did so, he? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, here, so we're going to break down this trade piece by piece. There are four teams involved. The Nets have received James Harden. The Rockets were able to get Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, Radinus Curtis. Four, four first-round picks from the Nets and four pick swaps from the Nets. So it's a total of eight draft picks. What are, they, what are pick swaps? So basically saying if the Rockets feel like the Nets pick is better, they have the power to tell the Nets, like, oh, we're swapping picks. <laughs> no, if fans are buts. I know, that's like your older brother coming to the table. Yo, you got a real, like, like yo, you, you got, got, you got, got more, the good... It's basically saying you got more potatoes than me. I want that plate. Yeah. Like, yo, you, like, got, you got the good wings. That's like... That's and like, they're like, yeah, I did. And you're like, I know you did. Let me... Let me cop that. That's mine. That's my plate now. So basically, so essentially, it's eight draft picks that goes in Houston's favor if they want up to eight. Yeah, because yeah, they. I mean, I'm not sure they could have. A I'm not sure how the right? pick swaps work. If anyone wants to message me that I totally botched the definition of pick swaps, please correct me. I'm open to it. But that's know, weird. But that's... I do. But I do believe it's either they swap best or swap worse. It's one of the two. Regardless of the fact that Rockets have gained eight draft picks in a in a way. From the Brooklyn Nets. Well, the Nets, the Nets kind of keep those four. They have the year. I didn't go with the years. I think it's like 2022, 2024, and 2026. The Rockets own those first-round picks now. Now, if you guys remember, I just mentioned Victor Oladipo. The Pacers have acquired Karis LeVert in the second-round pick. Karis LeVert was originally traded to the Rockets, and the Rockets used Karis LeVert to get Victor Oladipo. The Pacers also acquired a second-round pick in the trade. And if you heard me mention Dante Exum... The Cavaliers were the third team in this deal to facilitate this trade for money reasons. The Cavs have acquired Torian Prince and Jared Allen My from the Brooklyn God. Nets to basically salvage some whatever cap room they have left. I'm out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> I think Hold. the most important thing that this board is saying is we have a dynamic Twin Towers thing going on in Cleveland. Shout out Jared yeah. Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Al and my boy Andre Drummond and Cleveland. Don't forget about Kevin Love and Larry Nance Jr. They are about to take the, they're going to the finals. Forget the Nets. Cavaliers just swept everybody under the water. Nah, fuck that. Let's talk about it. What the fuck just happened? Alright, so what I'm gonna give I'm gonna give everyone my, my, my point my points right now. The Cavs. They got better with Jared Allen. Obviously, you had another big man with Drummond, Caleb, Larry. Every Jr. team here got better. No, let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah. Let me let me finish my point, and you can take your turn. Go ahead. So the Cavs got a good role player in Torian Prince. They got Jared Allen, another big man. He won't score, but he gets you rebounds. He gets blocks. You pair him up with Andre Drummond, Kevin Love, Larry Nance Jr. I guarantee you, one of those four guys I named is going to be just a trade piece if they're in a playoff run. 
in the East, which is very plausible because uh, Garland and Sexton are having tremendous seasons. Uh, the clear-cut winner easily runs away with it, the Houston Rockets. You get a star shooting guard. You get Dante Exxon, who's a defender. I don't know much about uh, Karuch. Um, all I know is that he was in the rookie game last year. He actually looked pretty decent. Rockets are setting up a foundation for their future by getting four first-round picks. And they get pick swaps, so you can help yourself out with that. The Pacers, <laughs> the Pacers get Karis LeVert, caliber starting player. He slides right into the starting lineup to take over for Victor Oladipo. You still have some bonus. Miles Turner, who leads the league in blocks. I think the Pacers are just going to be they're going to be okay for an Eastern Conference team. Then we get to the Nets. You obviously add James Harden. Your point guard has gone AWOL. <laughs> Kevin Durant is Kevin oh, Durant no. looks he's like he's alone. he's Kevin Durant looks like he is back. The Achilles injury didn't even bother him. The Nets still have the depth of DeAndre Jordan, Jeff Green. They get Dan Woody back next year. You still have Joe Harris, Landry Shaman, Nick Claxton. You still have your pieces in place, but my clear cut when he comes back. My clear cut winner, obviously the Houston Rockets. I think the Nets are the losers yes. in this trade. It looks good now. You get two years of really good sustainable basketball when Kyrie and KD opt out. You know, I think James Harden may have a contract coming up soon. You have built no future because you gave your first round picks to the Rockets and you gave away a 22 year old center and Jared Allen to the Cavs. And you gave away someone that you could have built around, Karis LeVert, the Pacers. Or you give them to the Rockets and the Rockets swap them out to the Pacers. Um, Which, goddammit, you would have told me that. Hear me out out on this. I think the Rockets with this team can still make the playoffs in the Western Conference. Yeah. You get rid of a cancer, the team's going to flow better. Absolutely. All the depots, no scrub. John Wall, no DeMarcus scrub. DeMarcus Cousins, no scrub. You know, you still have John Wall, you still have P.J. Tucker, you still have Christian Wood who's having a tremendous season, you still have Eric Gordon coming off the bench. Rockets are fine. The Nets are going to obviously, you know, they're, 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 you have Harden, KD, and whenever Kyrie decides to show up again. If he ever does. Which we will discuss after we go through this trade. All right, so I'm done talking. Johnny, go through your trade evaluation. Every team won. Every team is better now than they were before this trade. I'm not going to get into the specifics of them ruining the future because we know. We all know what the Nets did. They're the only team here that ruined their future. So I'm not going to go <laughs> Like, they're the only, like, what future did the Cavs have? Nothing. The Cavs were right where they were. There's nothing changed. They got slightly better. That's a win. Pacers, first of all, if you would have told me I could trade Karis LeVert for Oladipo straight up, why the hell did I not do that when I was in the Nets originally? Like, why would I not put Oladipo in this team versus, I don't know. That was that. So that, to me, the Pacers got better there because they're going to focus on Sabonis. Sabonis is looking like the person that they're going to run through, and I have no problem with them getting rid of Oladipo. I have no problem with it. Karis LeVert, like you said, a starting caliber player. He's yeah. going to average big numbers. He's going to have more minutes. He's going to enhance. Everything's going to increase with the increase of minutes. I have faith in Karis LeVert. Pacers did good. The Rockets... What is there to say? You said it. They won the entire thing. They got the Nets. They got everything the Nets could hope for in the future. They got Dante Exum, who's a decent player from the Cavs. They got Oladipo instead of James Harden, which you were never going to get a player equal to James Harden. So, like, that's fantastic. That's the best you can do to pair it with John Wall in the backcourt. You know, and like you said, the picks. The picks of the future. I'm not going to talk about the future because that's not where I'm at. There's no, they're no OKC with their first-round picks, but... But they're decent. It's uh, this. This have you seen me, that? Like, like they have, they have has, first like, round like, twelve pick first to like yeah, twelve like, first round picks like over the next like four or five yeah. years. This more so <laughs> reminds me of the Carmelo Anthony trade to the Knicks. Damn, that's what this reminds me of. But you know what? The 
Yeah, but you know what? The Knicks were able to keep Melo longer. Then I think that the Nets would hold on to Harden. I mean, obviously the Nuggets had like that. The Nuggets got the huge haul. Well, got. that was what I was going to say. Melo wanted to be a Nick. That trade went down because Melo did what James Harden said. And Melo was younger. Yeah, I only want to play for this team, blah, blah, blah. And he got the whole shebang. He got less than these players again now, obviously. The team got less than what they got now. But this is reminiscent. I traded my whole team to get Carmelo. And this is something similar to the situation with all these players involved. Yeah. So it's just... I'm excited. I'm excited to see it all play out. I can't wait to see all these players on the court. Duvac. The most exciting is the Nets, honestly. Because yeah. you're going to see Kyrie, James Harden, KD on the court at some point as long as Kyrie comes back. And that's what I want to see. How do three ball-dominant players play with one ball? Well, if you combine all three of their points per game average, it equals out to, I think it's either 81 or 89. It's one of those two numbers. Who's their six men now, too? Shit. I think they completely shot their bench. They did. There's no, there's no doubt. Harrison Burt was your scorer, even though he could have started some games. Well, he was the bench scorer. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was Avert, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie's not that's, back. That's what I'm saying. Like, Jeff Green. So, so here's the thing. But I think Jeff Green's starter now. To, to Wait, is DeAndre Jordan on the bench? Yeah, but what yeah. offensive thing is that? No, yeah, there's no offense. He's more of a He's You're running pick and roll to DeAndre Jordan, but you have a ball handler that is smart enough to. He's basically JaVale McGee. Facts. I'd rather have JaVale. Super athletic. Super athletic <laughs> I'd rather have JaVale. Fact Wait, is. would you not rather have JaVale than DeAndre? Yes. 100%. Come on now. 100%. I if I could speak on this trade, the one thing... You have to speak on this yeah, trade. Yeah, obviously, here. but like, here, here, I was, exactly. to be honest with you, I was... This could sound crazy, but I was really relieved that Harden did not come to the Sixers. I was really relieved that that trade... Well, you guys were going to give up. We were going to give up... Way ben, more we, than what... We, uh, we were going to give up... We were, gonna, up. we were going to give up Ben Simmons and I think Tyrese Maxson. And Matisse Tybal. And Matisse Tybal. Those players... Without, without talking about draft picks, they, they should have they they dropped like two draft picks. I thought picks. he said yeah. some picks. And, and here's the thing. There's a lot... There's a... There's yeah, a, but think about some picks. It wasn't that. But think about, think about the Sixers. Some picks. Simmons, who's a top 15 NBA player... Tyrese Maxey's an up and comer. Yeah. But he's Tybal's a lockdown defender. Yeah. Which is more than for what they one, for one for one for for a thirty one. Which is way more than what the Nets were giving up. Uh, I don't know. Nets gave up like eight draft picks. Bro, I saw, I'm talking about a drop. Forget yeah. about the draft picks. The the guys I can plug in right now. Sixers would have given up way yeah, more. Yeah, that asking. And also, you got to look like this. What the what Philly was gonna give up is worth more to Philly than what the Nets gave up. Is worth to the, the worst to the yeah. Nets. Yes. What yeah. what the Nets Which gave up was a lot. Because you think the Nets would have learned by giving all those draft picks away that turned into like Kuzma, Draymond Green, and Damian Lillard. Yeah. Those are some. Those are some. Those That's are some a for your amazing squad of Kevin Garnett, Paul <laughs> Jason Terry, who yeah. ended up getting swept by the Nets and the uh, yeah swept by the Heat. Excuse me. I mean, it was a good trade five years too late, but we were good. Yeah. yeah if it happened. In if it happened in two thousand eight, they would have been. He would have been the Celtics. He would have been the Celtics without Rondo. Without yeah. Rondo. And who knows? That could have been a better team. Yeah, oh. So, um, not nah, Rondo. It was like Vince Carter and all of playoff that. Playoff Rondo. Rondo's been playoff Rondo since he even started. We'll talk about that later. I think, to be honest with you, uh, obviously, yeah, the Rockets fucking stole this shit. Like, because you, you have, have to win, win when you're the one that gets Yeah, that's up what I'm saying. It's not even piece. that. I mean, look, here's the thing. The Rockets, they have Oladipo. They got... Karuch is a good shooter. I've seen him play before. That's why it is. I was like, damn. He was one. He was a part of, like, the guys on their bench that could shoot. Two good shooters. So, I'm going to be honest with you. I can kind of compare this to... I was talking to you about it earlier. I compare this to when Boston gave up Kyrie. And the second Kyrie left Boston, they thrived. 
They like look at them now, dude. They're a top team in the fucking East. They're they're in the first place in the East right now, right? Yeah, and they've been they also they also banked on they banked on Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to what they are now. Yeah. And got, they're, they're, they're tremendous. Yes. And we, we knew when Jalen Brown got drafted, we knew, we heard it all that like, he's going to be a project and the successful freaking project. And then I said it from the beginning, Jason Tatum reminds me of Carmelo Anthony. God damn it, he's playing like Carmelo yeah. Anthony when he was and, with the Nuggets. And, and the thing is, like, hey. the thing is, like, look, a lot of, a lot of Philly, a lot of, a lot of Philly fans really wanted this trade. I don't know why. I was never really too crazy about it to begin with because I feel like, like, the harsh reality is, like, Harden is like, he's, first of all, he's like a 31-year-old. He's put on like 40-something fucking pounds. Yeah, like. That was going to be sent away. It's just, it's just the name, like Harden, that everybody's like, ah. And he's a, he's a, he's a dominant offensive player. But we're in love with the name and the fucking. Yeah, we can't deny that the man, we can't deny that the man's an offensive machine, but at the same time, he's a shit teammate. Like he's been on like championship teams in the past. And each and every single one of them. Championship caliber. Yeah, championship caliber teams in the past. And each and every single one because of them. Because let's face it, if it wasn't for Chris Paul, he wouldn't even be anywhere close and to the game he, And how did he treat finals. Chris Paul? He made him leave like everyone yeah, else. Absolutely. Like Dwight Howard, and like Chris Paul, like Russell Westbrook, his own friend. Shit, Kyrie already wants to leave and he didn't even play with him. So after a while, you kind of got to ask yourself. Oh, we're, we're going to talk about that man after we're done. Kyrie already wants to leave. I have a lot to say about that man. After a while, you kind of have to ask yourself, bro, like, is all this shit worth it? Like, what are you really, what are the Nets really getting out of this other than... They're hoping that the, that his ability to put the ball in the basket combines well with Kyrie and Katie's ability but, to but score. If, but I don't understand because, like, how? You know yeah, I mean? because there's only one ball, right? No. Well, like... Would he really mesh with Katie and Kyrie? Because well, that's what we're gonna knows. see. Yeah, I don't have much optimism for it to be honest with you. Your I think best bet is taking the ball out of Kyrie's hands now. Oh, yeah, well, I think you know. Kyrie little, did it. The one did it to himself. The one thing I'm a little like uh, yeah, about yeah, is why? Why did the why were the Pacers? Why did they trade Oladipo for Karis LeVert? Uh because they get that second round pick. Oladipo is off of injury. He isn't showing much vast improvement, and Karis LeVert. Is younger and has a higher ceiling at this point. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I like Torian Prince and Jared Allen. I mean, what do you think? I felt like that's why. What? What I just why said. they would trade all the depot for Karis LeVert. I mean, you're trading. Now, you're trading your franchise for a bench. No, player. but you're not trading. Remember, Sabonis is a fucking monster right now. Yeah, that's true. And also, they don't have a franchise <laughs> player. All the is not a franchise player. Well, that's. He what he was going to. He be was the best player. That's why. That's why. That's why they broke him. Best player. That's why. That's why they maxed him. Because they thought it, then he gets hurt, then he comes back from the injury. A lot changes when you get hurt. Yeah, that's true. And then when you have other players balling out, like Sabonis, and you have like a lot of direction you need to go. Y'all, y'all sleep on Miles Turner. The man has averages four Miles blocks Turner's a game. Miles Turner's dope, dude. There's nothing average, to say about Miles four Turner. blocks a game, man. Yeah, Miles There's Turner. There's nothing to say. Miles Turner in Indiana is only ever going to be an all-star at the most. Yeah. That's why I'm drafted, man. I feel like the Cavs might have lucked out with Torian Prince and Jared Allen. I'm a little, how are they going to make Jared Allen? <laughs> Twin Towers, baby! Yeah, right? Jared Allen! They, 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 they got Jared Allen. Ain't nobody Allen. coming to this pit. They, they got Allen, they got Kevin Love, they got Andre Drummond, JaVale McGee. JaVale like, McGee! That's like, that's like it, this we're is playing like, big ball. Fuck it. We're about Larry to Nance Jr. Yo, we're looking, everybody we're looking, Bobo. We're looking, we're looking like the Sixers last everybody year. Everybody get Yogi and Bobo to be the point guard and shooting guard. <laughs> Just fuck it. Nothing but big men. Fuck right, it. So five, I, five. Don't be cool. <laughs> right, five, so I need, I need to talk about Kyrie Irving. Jeez. Hey, so, Kai Kai. So, obviously, 
<laughs> now we have the quote-unquote big three of the Nets, but one of the three has been missing for a week. More or less been at MIA. I guess you knew Harden was coming. So, if I want to recap everyone. A f- about a week ago, Kyrie basically told Steve Nash, I don't want to play. He didn't tell Steve Nash. Well, he didn't really tell... He did tell Steve Nash. He told the- no, he told Steve Nash, I don't want to play. And when Steve Nash asked why, Kyrie just walked away. So... He didn't play. I think, I think they're facing the Grizzlies that night, if I'm not mistaken. And then he's like, okay, I'm not playing. So then obviously he got listed. He's not playing for personal reasons. A day or two goes by. This is where it gets interesting. They reach out to Kyrie. Upper management, Sean Marks, Steve Nash, D'Antoni, all reach out to Kyrie. Where you at? Are you playing today? No response. Some of his teammates try reaching out to him. No response. He eventually reached out to certain teammates saying, I'm not going to be there tonight. So we go a few days... Kyrie's basically MIA off the grid, as they were saying it, off the grid. Video surfaces either yesterday or two days ago that he was out partying in Toronto with his sister at a family party without a mask. Partying with his sister, dancing, everything, which is cool. You want to celebrate your sister's birthday at a family event? Yeah, go. You know, family first. But don't... Tell the team personal reasons or you don't want to play or that you're upset because of what happened at the Capitol building. And then we see this and then the other and then I think it was last night or the night before, 10 minutes before the Nets tipped off, you were on a Zoom call with someone who's lobbying to become a, I think it's a DA in Manhattan or something. Yeah. But once again, your team needed you and you didn't communicate to the fact that you were not going to make it because I wanted to do this. And what Stephen A. Smith on ESPN's first takes said this morning was spot on. Retire. Call quits. Because obviously, you don't want to be a basketball player anymore. You're much more focused on, you know, social injustices, you know, politics and all that stuff. Which is cool. If you are more passionate about that, so be it. No one's going to judge you for it. Kyrie Irving, we all know he's a great person, philanthropist, you know, everything. You know, he gives back to the community. But sometimes he gets too deep in thought and he thinks his way is always the right way and that's where it becomes detrimental to your team in a team sport yeah. now it's detrimental and Johnny said it earlier the Nets knew what they were getting with KD or uh, Kyrie and I, and I said to him I'm like no they got Kyrie because KD was the number one target. KD said, I want to play with him and we're a package deal. Yeah, but they still that's knew what, what they were getting with but Kyrie. But you know what? I sacrificed that to get a uh, top three NBA I hear player. you. I'm just, I'm just letting you know that when you signed Kyrie, you said, yes, I'm getting KD. But you also thought, I might not be getting Kyrie. So, let, you know, they saw it. They knew it. Let's not kid ourselves. What happened in Boston Stayed with Kyrie. They knew that what he did in Cleveland and Boston could happen to them. If it meant me getting Kevin Durant, I probably would have still signed them. I hear you. Kevin Durant I probably would have still signed them. Though. I probably would have still signed them. If they if KD said that I can't sign here unless you're in Kyrie, I'm like, okay, screw it. We're bringing in, we're, we're gonna bring y'all both in and we're gonna do this thing here. It's yeah. not gonna happen to us. Kyrie's gonna love We're gonna do this us. thing here. <laughs> That's really what they thought. Kyrie's gonna love us. He's not gonna do that. But like I said, if he's really more passionate about, you know, speaking out against social injustices, he wants to be a part of a movement, so be it. Like no one's you know, I support him, you know, I'm sure the Nets will support him, but don't 
don't be detrimental to your team because remember you're they're paying you a lot of money yeah to do to play basketball it's kind of like my me telling my boss over and over again I'm not coming in but then he sees me walking down the road or walking down like this like a shopping center shopping and buying all this stuff and he's like yo why aren't you at work you seem fine to do it Bro. Let me let me explain. Like, you know, at, at that situation, if I'm Kyrie, I'll tell Steve Nash, Sean Marks, D'Antoni, whoever, I'm upset because of this. I'm not mentally in the best shape to play basketball. If he had just said that, this would not have been an issue. We will be supporting Kyrie to get, you know, any help that he needs. I'm sure the Nets will be looking for support groups for Kyrie to help him out, try and get him back in the game, but he's not communicating that to his team. So now the Nets are stuck in a in a, you know, a Harden in a rock place. <laughs> he just said that. He just said that shit. <laughs> because now we had to go out and get a top 10 NBA player, trade away a whole future because now we need a second ball handler because I don't know if you're coming back or not. Mind you, this sport is the reason. If anyone wants to talk about Kyrie, go ahead I'm done. I just want to say this sport is the reason he's even in the position to be in these fucking Zoom meetings anyway. So how dare you go to a Zoom meeting instead of the game? That's all I got to say. Yeah, it's, it's, look, man. Kyrie's always been one of those guys that's been out there as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, it goes back to even, remember when the whole Flat Earther shit broke off? Like, the, that J- was, the JFK assassination. That's, that was him. Theory. That was him that started that. Like, that's this because dude, he was on YouTube yeah, one night. Yeah, that was him that started deep into shit. some YouTube videos. Yeah. And he's rich enough to say whatever he wants. Yeah. And no and one motherfucker, and, too much. You know, so Kyrie's always been, even when he was in Boston, he was he's always been, the, he's, he just goes back to what we were talking about. Harden, dude, he's just not a good teammate. It's like, and and I'm not, if, if he's out there, like, you know, I can't fault him for speaking up for political candidates because, you know, I think that's pretty admirable. Um, I think where the issue comes into play is the lack of communication. You know what I mean? It's like... Um, tell us why you're out. Yeah, tell us why it is you're fucking out, dude. Like, we're not gonna... You know what I mean? That's if, what I'm saying. Like, if you're, I'm your head and coach. nobody's gonna fault you for being out. I'm your head coach. Tell me. And apparently Literally. he's pissed off at the Nets because he wasn't involved in the head coaching search and he never wanted Steve Nash as their coach. That's a KD weird. picked him! Yeah. Talking about... Like... Uh, and a report. Yo, Kanye Irving, relax. So funny. Relax, bro. Well, it's not I that read something serious. else today that Kyrie and Katie's relationship has become quote unquote distant. No shit. I wonder why. I love that he makes friendship with business. That's exactly what it is. Because you know what? Everyone in that locker room is looking at KD. Get your man's. Yeah. Get get our like, guy. Like you're the whole over here, like. What that is my to, man, yeah, but... What you want me to do? I'm going to get you my man that I played with back in 2013. Yeah, uh, Hold uh, up okay. a sec. Hold up a sec. Karis, don't get on the team plane because <laughs> you ain't coming. Jared. You got Jared. Jared. Houston flight. The Houston flight. You know, Jared, Prince, uh, Kuzmingus, whatever his last name is. Kuzmingus. <laughs> he just wanted to say Kyle Kuzmingus. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name again? Do you like your better? Uh, Karooch. Karooch. Yeah, y'all, y'all not coming on the plane, yo. Uh, oh, oh, and that, oh, and that draft? Everyone yeah, we're not even going to that draft. Everyone, oh, yeah, guess ah! what? That, get, that draft, guess what? I'm not even going to be on the squad! <laughs> I'm not even going to that fucking draft. I'm going to be on the Knicks finally by then. Thank you. That was nice, KD. Thank you. This fucked up. The one thing I do want to see is, so, like, if... I think Harden and KD and Kyrie have this, the same opt-out year, 
I want I want the Nets to trade Kyrie Irving for more players in return. And then those players in return ship like two of the role players to the Wizards for Russell Westbrook. And let's do OKC3 one, one more time. Oh, uh, I don't see that working. That could be fun. I don't see it happening. No, see for, for, no, 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 no. Hear me out. For nostalgic purposes, now that they're all in their... They'll be, they'll be past their prime. But, like, let's get one more ride out of it. Oh, shit. Come on now, bro. This How is, cool would it be? No, bro. How cool would it be if I traded Kyrie Irving to a team and I got... A good haul of like good role players, and I take <laughs> say I got four role players. I take two of them and maybe one of my guys and send it to Washington because I guarantee by the end of the year Washington will trade Russell Westbrook for half of this beer can because <laughs> of how bad they're playing when he's on the court. But when Beal's on the court by himself, they're winning basketball games. Just think about it. You can do it. I, I guarantee. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. Eighty percent chance Kyrie's not a net next year. Shit. All the crap he's put them through. He only played in 20 games last year. Which is fucked up. And then he has the nerve to tell players not to go to the bubble. I'm like, bro, you are recovering from shoulder surgery. You're not even going to be in the bubble. Mind your business. Yeah. And then now you're doing this. Yeah. Enough is enough. Like, you're done. His heart's not in the game anymore. And I love, I love Kyrie Irving. He is one of my favorite basketball players. But my God. Yeah. I pray that he gets the help that he deserves because he's obviously not well. Yeah. He's not well. And I don't know how many people have to tell him that. I don't know if his, his wife or his family have to tell him, like, Kyrie, you need, you need to get something fixed. Like, this is... You're, you're damaging your reputation in the NBA. You're going to come back to a locker room that's already alienated you because now we're welcoming in another top 10 player. Like, dude, what, what team wants you? He's going to end up on a team like Charlotte or Chicago in some obscurity, and you're going to be out of the limelight because no big team's going to want you, no matter how good you are. Even if, like, for some godforsaken reason, LeBron and him repair their relationship, and LeBron's like, yo, let's bring him into L.A. Hmm. Hypothetical. Yeah. Hypothetical. Like, you know, like, he's he's gotten to that point now. I have now. an idea. For he's at that like point now. Time. He may be, like, what, like 28 years old? Like, yeah. 29, maybe? He's still <clears throat> in his prime? Yeah. But he's going to be on that list of, like... Like, Terrell Owens? He's going to be on that... Yeah, yeah exactly. He's going to be on that... Ter- like, like, he's going to be like, oh, you know what you're signing off for, right? Yeah. You get him? Like... That is what Kyrie is. Like, Kyrie yeah. is going to turn... Kyrie's going to have to do a lot of self-evaluation... Which he already does. Or he's going to end up on a team like the Sacramento Kings, and we're not going to really see Nobody's going to give a national fuck. spotlight. It's like anymore. Harrison Barnes. What? Harrison yeah. Barnes and Kyrie are not Did you just compare Harrison Barnes No, I'm saying, like, when Harrison Barnes was first in the league and he was on in Dallas. Golden right? State. Yeah. He wasn't he was, even in Dallas first. Yeah, okay. Well, when he was on Golden State, he was dope. He was like the He shit. was an RX He was the small forward on a championship team. Yeah. Do you know who he was? Do you know who he ended up being? The guy that got replaced by Kevin Durant. Absolutely. That's, That's all he saying. was. He That's was just a role player. That's what I'm saying. He's gonna, he's he was a decent out. scorer. Yeah. They they loved him in Sacramento. They thought they got a good one. Yeah. He's faded out in relevancy now. That's what I'm Sacramento saying. thought they got a good one, though. They thought Buddy he. Are we played. done with the Harrison Barnes comparison? <laughs> Kyrie Irving? I, need, I needed to get some fresh air. That was ridiculous. Bro, he's just like, That was ridiculous. Terrell Owens one. The Terrell Owens one, I'll get you. I'll, I'll, I agree with you. Terrell Owens was the top, was the top saying, of his game. I was saying, Kyrie's the top of his. I was saying in terms of fading and relevancy. Come on now. 
Yeah. Harrison Barnes was never... He was only in the spotlight from high school and his time at UNC. When he got to Golden State, it was kind of like... A role player. He, he, became, was, he was good. Like, don't get me wrong. On the court, yeah, okay, cool. Like, He was the guy that was replaced by Kevin Durant. That's all it yes. is. That is all Harrison Barnes. I'm a North Carolina fan. I love Harrison Barnes. Did some great things in college, but man, God, did not translate in the NBA. <laughs> and he's a decent scorer, too. He can decent score a little and bit. I, I say it didn't translate to the NBA because he was the number one high school recruit in America. Dang. Went to a premier college for basketball. Did pretty well. You know, got drafted, what, top 10? Yeah. Just didn't translate. He was good. He's he's one of those guys that he's going to play in the NBA until he's like 35 because he's serviceable. Dang. He's very serviceable. He's like he's Lonzo. Smart. He can he's play like, he's like Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is going to be in the NBA. He may never play at that high level that we all think he can play at, but because he can somewhat score, gets rebounds, gets assists, plays really good defense, he's always going to have a job. But he's going to end up playing for like five or six NBA teams. 7%. 700%. All right, Johnny. Whew. the time. There's a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. Um... Obviously, we have uh, we're past Wild Card Weekend. Congratulations to all the teams that won. Yo, what a it weekend. was wild. Obviously, Cleveland Browns were the ones that sh- shocked the world. Yeah, and yes, just put everyone in their place. They are taking a trip to Kansas City, bro. Buffalo. They sent Pittsburgh home, bro. Buffalo. Buffalo gets a matchup with Lamar Jackson and the rejuvenated Ravens team. We get the Saints facing Tom Brady for the third time this year. And then we get, what's the other one? Oh, yeah, Packers and um, Packers and Rams. Rams, who also, big surprise, strong defense. Aaron Donald is cleared to play. Here we <laughs> Also, congratulations to the Alabama Crimson Tire for winning the national championship Monday night in a dominating performance. Devontae Smith is as advertised. Devontae Smith will be a top five pick. Devontae Smith will be one of the greatest players in college football history. I said it. He has cemented his legacy after this year. Oh, you, Johnny. Ladies and gentlemen. Send us home with a bang. Bear with me. Not really. I want you to close your eyes. No. Envision an NBA. No. Where the Nets just traded for James Harden. Okay, it's already happening. And you're looking around and you say, damn, what do we do if we're the Lakers? You don't need to do anything. But let's just say you do want to do something. And you take your pieces, you take your Kyle Kuzma, you take your Horton Tucker, is that his name? You take those places and you say, hey, Washington. We like Beal. Let's make a deal. Come on. Now. And that's my bold prediction, Talk baby. People, on that note, adios. Shut up! And listen. <laughs>